0: Hello, I'm Lianne and this is Bariatric Yarns, where we talk all things weight loss surgery with a diverse range of guests and the occasional guest co host. Bariatric Yarns is here to support destigmatising bariatric surgery, advocate for feeling good in our bodies and minds, and to provide a safe space for others to talk about the truths of weight loss surgery. We bring you thoughts, ideas, experiences. But we don't bring you medical advice or prescription, so please seek that elsewhere. Let's start our bariatric yarn for today. Welcome to bariatric yarns. Uh, I'm I'm very excited today. I'm recording my first episode in my caravan. If you follow my Instagram, you'll see we've recently got a caravan that's now my my office slash study space. Um, and also we, we're going to get into some um, family holidays. And I'm super excited to have my first repeat guest. Uh, welcome, Charlie Palupe from Brisbane.
1: Yes, Brisbane.
0: Hello. How are you doing? I've
1: been good. Well, generally good, except this week.
0: <laughs> yeah? Yeah. What's been happening?
1: I felt like this week was the first week in a very long time where I kind of um, hit a wall. I was feeling a bit mm. flat. So um, today's Friday, of course. And so midweek, I kind of just made the call um, and, and I went and spoke to my um boss to say that i think i need a day off um and mm. i decided that today was going to be the day and so the whole plan today is um just self-care just to have a list of things that i want to do i'm going to do for myself and i think
2: that we, yeah and that's I think, awesome
1: yeah and as i was and i was saying to you um previously i think it's because um if people follow me on social media they'll see this positive person i like to look at the world um you know, if a glass half full, but I recognize that um, whilst that's beneficial to help me push through different challenges and roadblocks, you know, everyday life, it does though do put me, it, it does, it also makes me like, it, it makes me take a lot longer to recognize that yes, it is mm. okay. It is okay yeah. um, to, not had like that day where life is not just about ticking boxes. Mm.
0: Yeah. You're used to just pushing through. So it is hard to kind of yeah, self-recognize when you're like, you know, used to a bit of the grind. Yeah. But
1: even that it's like a catch 22, like as someone who mm. had um, successes in losing and then regaining and then losing weight over time, mm. whole lifetime, I think it's almost like a trigger for me because whilst I recognize that I do need to pause and rest Mm. It's that fear that, um, like, I might pause for too long and then I'm back to yeah. Where I Yeah. And it's like a square it. one. Yeah.
0: If and I, there goes all the routine and habits out yeah. the door from that one day that you head off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, no.
1: I yeah. I'm not sure if you, if yourself or others can relate, but you know, um, mm. in the past, when I've, um, you know, in my 20s, I hit the gym hard and I lose the weight. Yeah. And now and then you go, oh, yeah, I can relax a bit. But then it's that gray area where, a few months later, you're like, oh, "Okay, so yeah, thinking,
0: oh, that uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah so there we go." <laughs> yeah, and you're thinking, "Yeah, bloody hell!" And you have to, now I have to go back to the start, and then yeah. that kind of thing. You're thinking in your head, "Okay, one last try. I'm not gonna, like, yeah, you know."
0: So there's uh, like- well, congratulations on spotting it and taking the time. And what an amazing boss to to support you in that as well. Because a lot of people don't have have that but um, I think you've recognized it at a really awesome time and the fact you've been able to step away and go I'm going to have a self-care day that's amazing and to be able to start to realize you know what one day um, it's not detracting from your usual routine it's actually probably going to add to it because you're going to come back whenever in the next couple of days feeling stronger and more ready and more yourself in terms of the energy levels.
1: Yeah, and and you know what? And I agree with everything you just said because I was trying to work out if I was sick or not. And I'm like, I don't really feel sick. Mm. My work kind of requires a lot of brain power. So I'm just thinking, I can still think, I can still type, but I just don't feel like it's not like I don't feel like doing anything. I just don't feel. Mm. So yeah, I, it's like, numb, numbness. Yeah, and I've never, taken, you say? Yeah. No, I've never taken actually a day off just for something like this. And I yeah. think moving forward, because usually I'll take rec leave or annual leave for a holiday or something like that. But I actually think, yeah. you know, here's my scheduling mind coming in now. Mm. I think it will be all right to take, <laughs> you know, I think, let's say one day every three months. But it, let's not say three months, but, you know, so four yeah. days a year where I take a rec when in situations where i feel like this again so instead of waiting to the point where i'm just like going uh, you know like hopefully i can recognize it earlier and then start planning a day where Mm.
0: i think that you probably will it's um like you're talking about uh, routine and stuff, and you know going hard, and then kind of taking a break, and then realizing, oh shit, it's actually quite hard to get back into it. I've this is my third week of going to the gym, um again in a while, and I was just I've been going with a friend, and literally we had a had protein shake afterwards at the cafe next door, and I was like, this is it feels so good to have gone to the gym. I've only gone twice, um each of the three weeks. And when I first got my program from my um, PT, I said to him, I just want two times a week because I'm doing other training. um, But I would like an optional third day if I can get there. Back at, usually before my old mindset was, you know, three days minimum. And then, you know, I should try go four or even more than that. Um, But I was like, you know what? I'm going to start with two days because I know I can do that. And then if I can do the third, that's great. But if I can't, I can't and I don't have to feel beat myself up about it. My husband said to me, oh, you can do three days. Why are you saying two days? Just do three days. And I said to him, no, I really want this to be long term and sustainable. And so I said two days and it's been three weeks and it's been easy getting there twice a week. And I've loved it and I've looked forward to it. This week, I'm going to do my third session because I want to and I've got the time to do it. Um but there just is something in making sure what you are doing is sustainable and can fit around your life and you're not sacrificing things that you don't want to sacrifice, um, you know, because and depending on the way that you're wired, you've told yourself you're going to do X, you know, three times this week and you have to go and that's it, which is the traps that I used to kind of fall into. I, but, I, was, yeah.
1: I was reading some of my – I used to write journals to myself. I haven't done it in a while. Um, but before this um catch up with you I decided to just quickly review it and that's what Mm. I did because I thought to myself how did I go from not wanting to work out to now I love working out and I work out every day but then I went back to those journals and that's exactly what I did I started off my commitment was two to three days it doesn't matter like Mm. and I didn't even commit to actually doing like a
0: proper workout Yeah, it was just showing up. Yeah, my
1: level of commitment was I just need to put on the gym clothes and go to it. Yes. Just turn up. That's the minimum. And then, so that was over 19 months ago.
0: Wow. That is literally the principles of uh, James Clear's Atomic Habits. Make it small. Make it tiny. And who cares? Maybe you go for the first month. And I, I think it's one of the stories. There's a story about a guy he literally, for like a whole month, all he did, he told himself he could only go to the gym for five minutes at a time. This was how he built the habit. So he got yeah. into his gym clothes, yeah. went to the gym, he'd be there for five minutes, and then he'd leave. And he made himself do that for a whole month. By then, he would created the habit of going to the gym. Yeah. So then he started to, to make the times longer. Uh, There's something in that. I used to
1: work in a, a policy area for behavioral change. And Mm -hmm. um, the research at the time, I'm not sure if it's changed, is that um, so we did some piloting where you have, you know, one group of people where all you do is give them online information. The next group of people, you give them the online information and a face-to-face. The next Mm -hmm. group of people is you give online, face-to-face, and practical but very small over a period of time. Uh, So basically, you know, to embed, um, what do you call it, a, Habit, you need a minimum of, I think, twelve weeks. So I thought to yeah. myself, you know what? And that's sort of what I, I. So my approach was, I'm just going to set my kind of um, routine very, very like, don't set the goal too far that I can't achieve it. It needs to be a bit yeah. aspirational, but it has to be achievable. So yes, yeah, so I did that, and then I think over time, and then I was reading through my um, journal, and then there was a time where I transitioned from that two to three to four days. And mm. then it was a mix of, and then when I finally reached six days, I think I did three days weights and three days cardio. And then yep. in the journal, it said, I absolutely loved my weights days. I absolutely hate my cardio days. It's making yeah. me hate working out.
2: Oh
0: so oh my did, gosh. And that's in your notes. Wow. Yeah. And, then I, and then I
1: said, and then somehow, I don't know how I did it, but I then I switched it and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do a week I just do weights. Yeah, And I enjoyed it. So now I do six days weights and one day cardio. And that's just a oh, fixed box that yeah. I do a cardio. But I find, um, yeah, I, I think the uh, lesson from that would be you need to um, start small, make it like mm. just do little small changes, and then you need to find something that you enjoy.
0: Oh, uh, that, that is the key, right? Having yeah. something that you, that you love and that you want to actually go and do. And maybe it's not the, the case all the time.
2: Yeah, but so if I you don't you, even,
0: there's,
1: <laughs> and it's real I said to my um, my brothers because my um, one of my brothers has all all his life is he's been like the fit. We used to, I used to call him Mr. Cleo magazine, I don't even know if that magazine exists anymore. <laughs> he's got like the perfect, like, yeah, uh, sculpt body, and then I used to call him Mr. Australia. And I used to say, <laughs> him, I don't know how you stay motivated for so long, you know, yeah, but I yeah. got into that space now where um. I don't know. There might it might be because I'm not working out to lose weight anymore. I'm working out. Yeah. That I enjoy it, and you feel good. Yeah. Mm. And I feel yeah. the mindset before was, oh, this is I, this just like a, it's like I need to punish myself for eating all those wrong food or for 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 yeah being yeah what I look like. Yeah,
0: that's what it, it did feel like a punishment, like. And the fact that it was so hard as well, a lot of the time, and your movement was restricted, and all that. I'm generalising here. I'm speaking on my my own behalf, but I imagine it's the same for many others. It's like a punishment while you're doing it as well. And I and I often like reflect back on uh, when I was trying to play rugby when I was like 140 kilos. And the one thing that I just never understood until now that I'm a bit lighter, is how much easier it is to be to weigh less, how much less restricted it is, how you know, you finish things faster. You get more recovery time in between activities, but you recover faster. So yeah. when you're 140 kilos and you're trying to do all the stuff and you're and you're the last person all the time, and you're dying, and then you don't even get it much of a rest, and when you do, it's, it's not enough to you know help you recover. I feel like when I was 140 kilos, I was trying, I reckon a hundred percent harder than I have to now when I train at right. rugby. And I agree. Because yeah. I,
1: I didn't realize how heavy I was lifting until I saw, um, like, you know, because I follow a few people, local people here that do, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah. I, mean, I have a home gym, so there is no yeah. kind of benchmark people around me where I can see what yeah. I'm feeling like. and so mm. I didn't know like I started benching 120 so I do that for Oof. eight
0: and oh then I, I didn't
1: think that was but it's I do have a smith machine so and all the safety oh nice like
0: yeah but I'm thinking
1: okay and then and I've already already maximized my plates for the cables to the hundred like mm. I, yeah. yeah and so and I suppose where I'm going with this story is when I started, when I was bigger and not fit, all these like I felt like my body needed to work extra hard. I felt like I worked harder to do, say, to bench say 80, as opposed to now yeah. where I'm much more stronger um, at yeah. 120. So I think and, you know, wow, do you know, like that's, like, that's what yeah,
2: you're
1: I, saying, I, like, I the heavier I totally to get much harder, yeah. To, Mm. less than what I'm doing now so in so as you as you get fitter I think movement your flexibility
0: yeah yeah Yeah, so much easier I have to say though um I spent a lot of the time in the gym when I was heavy and I was I was able to lift way heavier than I can now that's been a mind thing that I've had to get over but I haven't I I believe I could lift that again. It's the consistent training like you're doing that would get me there. But that was definitely a um, from like, you know, going to the gym before and then coming back and thinking I can just check on the weights that I used to do. Oh, that was a (laughs) no. I like, um, I think, yeah, I, I still, I still sometimes struggle mentally when I'm picking up weights and I'm like, man, I used to be able to smash this out, but it's, it's a lot harder for me now. But I, agree once i i used to be able to do that kind of stuff it was heavier but i don't i don't know it really was purely due to my size and the you know the, that added muscle that i had because of my size yeah. so um it's definitely movement just like fat is really restricting on your joints like in ways that you can bend and your um flexibility just things that you you just don't no until you it's not there anymore and you're like, Oh, oh wow, well, when I do this exercise my arm comes in to right beside my body where it's meant to go, whereas before, like, I would be right out here. I'm showing sure nobody else can see this. Oh also, side note, uh, really nice that you can see me today on the video. I
1: was sort of looking like,
0: how am I oh my going? It was awesome at the beginning because I didn't know you couldn't see me though. And wow. I was like, Oh, okay. So he's just looking out the like, you know, and then finally you're like, I can't see you. And I was like, That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you know, some people don't like to look you in the eye, but you know, that was a bit extreme.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, because I was thinking I should have said something before, but I'm all bark on this side. I was like, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway, we we were gonna talk a little bit today. Um we've talked about self-care. Uh and you and I literally I, I put up a story last night about um having, you know, I kinda go in these cycles of I've I've had like, I think I lost about forty-three kilos uh from December to September. And then since then I haven't um lost any more weight. And I put out my story, just asking: Is there anyone else out there kind of in the same boat? Um, and how do you feel about it? Is do you care? Do you, you know, because I kind of go in cycles of, yes, I do want to lose more weight, and just, no, I'm happy with how I am, and maybe this is where my body just wants to sit. And, but where I've come to is, I've done a lot of, you know, um, mental coaching recently that I believe has removed a whole lot of mental barriers and subconscious barriers for me as to why I wouldn't want to lose any more weight. Um, protective, again, straight back to how I'd gotten to be big, some real deep-seated, protective, you know, stay a certain weight so you, no one looks at you, you don't get attention, and then you'll be safe. That was kind of some beliefs that I held that I've now got rid of. So I have a deep feeling that I'm not at my um, set weight point yet and that eventually, you know, whenever I'm not, I am weighing in because I've started doing a meal plan, and I'm just really curious to see the effects, if it has effects or not. Um, but I'm not, I'm not fixated on a number. I'm really, at the moment, feeling good in my body and mind is, the, is my kind of north star. That's what I'm going for. Waking up refreshed, all that kind of stuff. But I will say, as a side note, I still would like to reduce my fat. You know, my fat uh body fat percentage, all that kind of stuff. And I would like to increase my muscle mass and that's and I think that's okay too. It's just not my my main goal that I'm like doing everything for, if you know what I mean. But we you you replied and we talked a little bit about DEXA scans and stuff like that. Um so I thought that would be well, and you as well thought it would be a really cool conversation for us to talk about different ways to measure our progress. Mm-hmm. Um talk about DEXA scans, fit three D scans, um I guess what's worked for us is in what could work for others or ideas. Um, and then also about muscles and regain and um, as well as, you know, what are we putting in our mouths? Cause you're really, I think you're really knowledgeable in, in the dietary in the nutrition and nutritional space and what has um, worked for you. So yeah, let's do it. That's today's episode.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> um Dexter scans. So I did one about 12 months ago and then I did another one six months after. Ah, yeah. And so I think I'm due for another one because yeah. I was just looking at, I actually use, um, so I use Fitness Pal and I use another two apps just, yeah. just to monitor my weight. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I generally weigh myself once a week on a Tuesday. Yeah. Week. For some reason, mm. I decided to step on the scale on Monday, and I, that probably contributed to my, you know, yeah. going. But I think that this the desk uh, stand is actually quite good because it yeah. gives you everything. Where, um, like, I remember the change. I think from my my first from the first to my second was there was a lot mm. more muscles in like my thighs, my arms, chest.
0: Yeah. Um, so. I'll just describe what a DEXA scan is for those people who don't know. And it's when you get on this machine, it's called a DEXA, DEXA scanner or something. And um, they literally almost do like an X-ray of your entire body, but it maps you out. So like fat will be red, uh, lean mass might be green, and then you'll see your bones. This scan is used for lots of different things, but it's actually used a lot to measure bone density for people who may be um, having a decrease there. I had a Dexter scan uh, in 2018 before I decided to have weight loss surgery and, and all the rest of it. And it was um, like – I'm similar to you in that I really like data and I like – I was excited to go and get a DEXA scan one of my friends came with me and she was like why would you do this to yourself but I was I was just excited to see you know how much fat do I have how much lean mass do I have like it was really interesting but at the same time it was quite confronting and I still I haven't had another one but I'm I've decided when I get to whatever my set Wait, point is, I will go and get another one then. But yeah, anyway, continue. So yeah, you. you and I'm not you, sure
1: how much it costs in New Zealand, but here in Australia, I paid, it's not covered by our Medicare system and it's yeah. not covered by my private health. So I was annoyed with that. Mm,
2: so, yeah.
1: I think I paid $77 for the first one. Oh my
0: goodness. It's like $300 here oh, and for a DEXA every, skin. So, and every one yeah. after,
1: so my second one was 50 So, every, they said after. Every other follow-up is um, $50 to get. Scared.
0: Holy crap. That is so much cheaper.
1: I, I really don't have an excuse, but, to get, but I think one of the yeah. data and then what happens here in Australia is like with, let's see if I can show you. So it's called Scan. Q stands for yeah. And then it gives you um, like the reports and you can check on the app
2: wow that's so
1: so cool right here my last one my fat percentage was 12.5 percent
0: oh my gosh
1: and i think my dietitian though what she said i needed to look out for was i forgot what it's called but one of the things she said to watch is the um there's a measurement that gives you the amount of fat not necessarily visceral. Your
0: visceral fat. Yeah. So, so are one, we are talking yeah, about? Yeah, yes. yeah visceral yeah. fat.
1: She goes, "That's the main one we want to focus on because yeah. you know yeah. the more that is, the better for your for you and your vital organs." So I'm
0: like, "I've never heard yep. of it before." Let me. So, know. visceral fat is the amount of fat just for people listening that's around your vital organs. Exactly what yeah. you just said. So, and and people will quite often this one gets thrown in when people into the conversation when people are like. Um, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're skinny, you might still have a whole lot of visceral fat and I could be. And it's actually true. There's people that are that are larger that might have hardly any visceral fat versus people who are who are smaller yeah. that yeah. have a huge amount of internal visceral fat. We can't all see that though and we yeah. can't all go and get DEXA yeah. scans to prove who yeah. who is healthy and who is unhealthy. But yeah, that, yeah, that's how it often comes up in conversation.
1: So I think it, it is a really good um, data set if you want to mm,
0: yeah uh, especially
1: if you're doing like, like for myself doing a lot of uh, weights and it does mm. play with my head because well I think the scales going up my clothes still fit the same clothes yeah to yeah the same clothes I wore when I was at my lowest around 72 73 so am yeah. like, sitting at 80 81 kilos
0: and you're still wearing the same clothes. And it it's crazy how well,
1: spider around like the arms oh, your horrible. muscles, your guns. <laughs> <My> muscles,
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, 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 I'm guessing that happens when you have guns like that.
1: Yeah. And, um, and it's weird. You did say something before that I um you were saying about um when you're going through some of your working through your um, mental state, um, yeah. you know, about um, being attract, being seen as attractive to other people and things like that. Yeah. And I did, yeah. I did a conversation with um, someone earlier this week just about that because they're like, oh, do you, are you getting more attention? And I'm like, mm. I'm in a same-sex relationship, right? But I said, oddly enough, yeah. you had a lot of attention but like from the opposite sex, which is From a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what
0: are you doing? i'm like uh, really oh my gosh. Way, i'm trying to uh, like okay i'm not gonna lie but i showed so i showed your profile to someone after we'd done it one of my friends and she was like oh my god he's so hot i was like he's <laughs> he's gay he's gay and she goes is he are you sure and then i was like scroll down and then and it was like photos of you in the like winery and, I, and she was like okay
2: <laughs>
1: and it's I said to my to to my colleague, you know, we have a way. I I had to stop myself because, finding <laughs> myself, I was acting like I was. I, was, I don't like using these. But like I was acting more yeah. boy than normal. Just kind of send yeah. us ignore that, you know.
2: Mm, yeah. Well,
1: oh, it's and at the beginning though, I didn't know how to deal with it. Deal with it. Mm, mm, yeah. You know? I was that. Yeah. Girl I comes come in and just chill out. And to now, I'm like, I don't actually want the attack. like. Like, yeah. Treat me like everyone else. Like I don't the yes. attention. I mean, mm. it's nice have the attention, but it's just foreign. If that makes any sense. Mm.
0: Mm. No, I get that, hundred percent. And um, yeah, attention is definitely one thing that um, and what I've realised is it points to uh, the reason why I've hated attention is the reason why I put on weight for a long time. You know, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of incone- interconnected insights you know to to why we feel uncomfortable um it's good to be curious about that at times what is it but i can't yeah i've got i've got no advice to offer on how to make yourself less attractive to women
1: <laughs> yeah, I writing, um, when I, mm. I was looking at my goals um and unfortunately most of my goals is all about this was before the surgery yeah I think when I look at it now it was too much focus on it was about me feeling good in my clothes me going through the yeah shop, my new clothes and you know now that um fast forward to where I am now that's not so that's like if I had to nah. leave, oh my god those won't make the list yeah right? um yeah. there was a time where it was fun to walk into a shop and buy whatever but like mm. that's that's not that's what I thought I wanted but it's yeah. not so yeah. like, all those little things. And I think I could probably have a different view in the future, but yeah. so
0: Oh, that's all the, all those mental changes, eh? And a- another way um, that I've used to scan has been um, Fit3D scans, which are like you stand on the machine I and, and like your undies and bright. Yes. So another. Yes, they're, yes, they're, um, on
1: one. Yeah.
0: I reckon you'd love it. The DEXA scans are a good. It shows you a shape and it gives you a good breakdown, and it's it, it's a re, it's a good way to measure. But for for me, it's very expensive here, so that's why I've gone towards the uh, Fit three D scans, which are about forty bucks a pop at the gym that I go to, and it gives you a three D picture of what you look like, and it breaks. You can't see physically. I mean, you can see, but Uh, The DEXA scan, you can actually see where all your fat is and and your lean mass and that. But on these scans, you can't see that. But it does give you a really accurate breakdown because I compared mine to my DEXA scan to check. Mm. Um, And it's an awesome way. I I had one before surgery and then I had one um, every 20 kilos after that. And then at the start of this year, I think I joined a challenge or something at the gym. With some of my workmates for six weeks and we, we had to do a scan at the start and a scan at the end. And I had like not lost any weight in that time. And I was like, oh, I just don't even want to go and get on. And then, but I was like, oh, well, I, I'll just do it. So I went and I had, I think I'd lost like six kilos of fat. um, So I had lost a couple of kilos. I'd lost six kilos of fat, but I put on four kilos of muscle. So it was that I—that's what I had been beating myself up. Like, there's no point in going. Oh, you've lost two kilos. How embarrassing! Blah 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 blah. And then I actually went and oh shit, I've changed my body composition quite mm-hmm. a bit. So I think um, they're an awesome way to track some progress. But yeah, I—I've I, think- gone through the battle with the scales. Yeah, of like, weigh. You know, I was weighing every day as a student. especially earlier on in surgery when like weight loss was you know quite continual but when it when it stalled after a while i just stopped because it was just really disheartening and then i've gone kind of on and off since then at the moment i'm weighing like i said because i've just started i've started going to the gym started the nutrition plan and i actually like the data of i really get a lot out of seeing how much it changes over a week you know and all the hormonal yeah. things and all the
2: yeah
1: because before like last night in preparation for this i was looking yeah. at something like really like i was looking at the I, i'm i'm like i'm gonna go back and have a look at my data when i was like, my lowest weight like 72 yep. years. and then i yep. went and looked at my photos that matched that and i went it's so weird i can't i can see like um so that's one way. is like the visual kind of check, right? And then, yeah. But I know in, at the beginning, my dietitian always says because um, I said to her, oh, "I might consider skin removal in the future." Mm. You, know? Mm. you know, look. Her advice was um, um, at the time was wait at least twenty-four months post.
2: Yeah. Yeah
1: you know because she said uh, if you keep on to eating nutritional food and follow a regular some form of regular movement plan it doesn't matter what it is um your yeah. body will it, it, it will take time for it to just recompose itself and i looked yeah. at the photos and i'm like it's so weird because whilst my shirts that i then i'll put on that shirt that i saw in that photo for when i was 72 kilos and i'm now 80 yeah one like it's really tight up here like i can't like yeah, but the, the midsection is actually gone loose, looser.
2: Wow. Thinking,
1: okay, in my head, I'm like, this is how I'm trying to like. I'm like, maybe my body, like, maybe whatever was here has moved somewhere else or gone. Yeah. The weight is coming from other parts. So
0: yeah, it's muscle, man. It's a hundred percent muscle. Yes, I look. I think the brain
1: is a very powerful. The mind.
0: Yeah. Not even yeah.
1: sure it's the brain. I think the mind controls the brain. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. But, it's because, a, you know, the scale is saying one thing. I'm looking back at all the data I've tracked throughout the last 19 months. That's telling me mm, something. I look at my yeah. uh, VXA scan. You just, you just don't <laughs> believe my, it. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. I'm presenting myself with all these yeah. data, data sets, but my mind mm-hmm. can decide what my mind wants to decide. And it will, yeah. like, it will take the one that's going to make me feel the shittiest and go yeah you know like like with my professional work it's it's, it has to be evidence-based it has to be justifiable it has to comply all my kind of um things that i use to manage my life are all saying you know you're doing really really good. Um, yeah. yeah. There's always room for improvement. But then, um, and I was wanting to do this to someone else. I'm thinking, I don't know. I feel like the human brain, when it like the mind, yeah. when it decides that it's gonna beat you up, it it will mm. just come for you. And I'm just like,
0: ah, <sighs> uh, my my coaching brain would say the there's a there's a deep seated be- belief in your subconscious that you need to find and get rid of. Because that will be what keeps bringing that back up for you. Um, and it's probably around that I am not enough because it seems to be a very, so you know.
1: A, I have a mental thing called I call a car park and I use it in my in my, yeah. my relationship as well. So I i don't know. I must have read it from somewhere. But sometimes, so what I do is I allow myself to go through that loop, right? The ups Yeah. And yeah. And then I have kind of this mental car park, it, it doesn't really exist. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it. you taking enough of my energy today, I'm just going to park it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll come back to you later today, but I, I've yes. got stuff I need to get done. So then I, I <laughs> think it mentally allows me to put it. I don't know. You can call it car. Mm.
0: You can call it like a
1: pantry or whatever it is. Yeah. Put it there.
0: I use. I use islands in my head. In my head, I will uh, go to an island, and then I'll leave whatever I want. To leave there, sometimes it's songs that I can't get out of my head, and then I'll go to another island, like on a boat, in my head, and it's gone. (laughs) because
1: (laughs) I'm not really a good swimmer, so I won't be
2: able to do (laughs) that.
0: Oh shit! So, what do you think in terms of um, different ways to measure? Well, we've talked about it. We've talked about data, and actually um i guess you know how we're actually feeling um comes into it a lot i i think like you were saying with your goals at the beginning that changed i think there's something in you know really taking time to refresh and look at your goal and your why's and your value and your purpose because um not you in particular but people uh, and i need to do this again myself because i think if you know all of that stuff it becomes very clear what does success look like for you and that's something that we need to just keep coming back to and it's something that I'm asking myself right now in my in my career in my in my home life and then for my health and well-being what does success actually look like because I feel like we're very similar in attaining goals it's just can go 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 there's not much celebrating there's you know we're always like the next thing I got here but could have probably could have done it better but what's the next thing how can I and it's um you know looking back and reflecting on your data for me it's looking back and reflecting on my Instagram posts um that makes me go shit I have come a long way um but at the same time yeah the mental side you're still battling that of like well yeah you have but it's not good enough so keep keep trying
1: I agree and I think one of my one of the tasks oh here we go again, tasks that I'm setting myself is trying to uh, ex- not um allow myself to like like it's okay to pause because yes. when I think about it, my brain is always ticking. So next week I've got four days of post grad workshops. Um I go to with the technology at the moment. But then
2: yeah.
1: I still need to check my work emails before even though work even though it's yeah. hard to work, but knowing how yeah, you still work, gotta uh, uh, and then at lunchtime and then if there's anything in, uh, in yeah. online, I will res- respond to it that, that day was li-
0: that was literally me at the conference this week yeah. I I thought I was so amazing because I came back and I kept up to date with my emails yeah. but it meant that I was like morning, every single yeah. break ringing people back who'd ring me and then yeah. at night but actually I wanted to do that so I could do some work when I got home Yeah, <laughs> but well, you know, so I get it I even
1: do it in everyday um... mm. Like every day, like, like my routine. I'm so routine. Like on a Sunday, I'll watch my real housewives that I like. But it's
0: not. Uh, is cool it? Way. Is it after church? No, I don't
2: know. <laughs> 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 I'm a Catholic, but I don't actually go to church. I,
1: I like to say I'm not the best example of a Catholic. Like, I never go to church. But in terms of how yeah. I live my life and how I treat people and yes. the world I want to create yes. around me, I feel that's- like. I'm taking everything up low. That's the important it.
0: part. Yes. Anyway, continue. dis, yeah. dis, dis, so, dis know, Housewives or? Oh,
1: no, sorry, Real Housewives. So I'm watching Real Housewives, Real, Real or, housewives. or a travel show or whatever it is I'm watching, right? Yes. I have, and it, you know, uh, my partner didn't call me up but made a comment, but it kind of made me reflect on my behaviour. I'm like, that's actually right. I rarely even watch TV and just sit there mm. and watch the TV show. Mm. Like I'm either – unloading the dishwasher, doing my ironing. Um, yeah. Like, like, and I'm thinking, how did I get to this thing where I feel that whilst I'm doing something that I'm using more for relaxation uh, and pleasure,
0: yeah. I can't really, because I need Should to be doing something else. Yeah, so like oh my God. Preach. That. Holy shit. This is like, honestly, I a hundred percent agree with everything you're saying. It's,
2: like,
1: why can't it's I, ridiculous. I'm like, why can't I just watch this? It's okay. Like, the dishwasher doesn't need to get unloaded yet, but for some reason, I'm thinking this is such a waste of like while this hour is going, while this show is on, I'm just yeah. gonna, you know, yeah, know, maybe yeah, it's a, maybe it's a byproduct of just the life we live in. Like mm. we want to get as much done as possible yeah know.
0: and we don't get but then it just me what i've realized is i, I over schedule myself and then i don't get time to think and have insights and and that's when you kind of get these big realizations about life and where you want to go next and what you need to do right now to actually get you to where you want to go and where do you want to go like um we don't like so for me i get that when i'm driving or um so i often now when i'm driving i just i love music but I've stopped listening to music a lot of the time so I can think. Um, but yeah, uh, a technique that I'm going to start trying and I think you're probably already very good at is, uh, you know, planning uh, planning is something that I've neglected. I love planning and I love sitting down and scheduling things in and knowing I'm going to do this then. These are the actions that I'm going to take. This is the process that needs to be done to ensure successful this project. And But I don't plan time to plan. <laughs> so I end up in meeting after meeting after meeting. Um, it, for life, it's you know commitments after work and commitments on the weekends. And I just never have time to sit down and, actually put that stuff in place to ensure that I'm going to get the, I'm going you know, to be efficient. But yeah, you, you, which, which means because you're so overscheduled and committed to everything you do hundred percent, you just sitting down and doing nothing feels like you're wasting your time. And there's a million different things over here waiting for you and look at your bloody lazy bastard sitting on the couch doing nothing. But, um, that is i think so underrated and so important for us to have that time to just be we never just be you know and that's what we're meant to be as humans it's yeah. our our primary function is to be
1: i completely agree and i feel that that's what my partner teaches me without even teaching me like
2: yeah
1: for if i um, like today if i have a day off like they'll get home and the, like somehow I got all my scheduling done and found time Ooh. to make the house look super clean, like there's no mm. just everything is ready, right? But mm. the reverse is, is true. Like if they have a day off and I come home and I'm like, they mm. literally had a day off where they just rested like, <laughs> yeah. like that that washing was there when I left and still there. <laughs> and I, in my head, I'm thinking, that's what I should do so, is yeah. do something like that, you know? Yeah. Like you didn't even yeah. if, I don't remember the last time I was sick, but I think the last time I was sick, I was on heavy medication, but somehow I still felt the need to clean up, drug myself up. And yep. I don't know why and I don't know how I got to this, but I think that's something I need to work on is that. Mm. Um,
0: Schedule yeah. some downtime. Oh, Put it in your diary. Plan for it. Yeah. Measure how well you did it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can we talk, you know how we
1: were talking about, um, so we talked about the scans of that. Can we talk about yep. food, um, food? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yes. food. Because I do, I remember at the beginning I used to stalk um, different bariatric patients and just like mm. um look at. Yeah, what? what we call it, their food and things like that. Yeah,
0: what was the, What they were eating and how much they were eating. Yeah, and it's weird yeah. because
1: I do have a lot of people who ask me for food advice when I bump into the people who know me and say, so yep. am like, oh, like I'm not a
2: nutritionist." Oh.
0: So My God, I had someone yeah. once ask me, um, "Can you just send me photos of how much you're eating? Because I can't afford surgery, but I'm just going to copy how much you eat." I'm like, no, it's not, and,
1: and how do you <laughs> look at because the the, the the surgery, I think it does two things. You know, it's reducing your your tummy, and at the initial mm. beginning, it reduces your body's ability to produce the hormone. Mm. But yeah. that's all it really does, I yeah. think, like physically, yeah. everything else yeah. is um, really small changes that the person has to make and lifestyle yeah. changes and you know there's the environment where you live what you do for like living and then mm. yeah and then other medical conditions so that's why i think it's important while people can look at like yourself me and others uh, everyone's different they're all yeah yeah but in relationship <laughs> yes. to food um Basically, I I know there's a – I feel like since I've had the surgery, which was – I think I had one just before yours. Mine was October 2019. Yes, I was December. Yeah, my gosh. I have seen, at least in Australia, like more and more like um, service providers pop up. Like over here, there's actually some companies where depending – like you can have – you can set it up so that when you come out of hospital, they've already – Got the different stages ready, all yeah. stage ready for you instead. So that's mm. all good. But I know, like, what I had to do, and I think this might link back to what you were saying before, is I needed to find um, a thing that worked for me and how I live my life and my mm. life. I know for a fact that if I'm too structured, it's not going to work.
2: Mm, so, mm.
1: what I did was, I think that's where my dietitian helped me a lot with, like, at the beginning, learning about, you know, protein, carbs vegetables yeah. and, and i tried to use that banto box kind of thing where you put the food yeah
0: in. yeah that didn't work
1: for me so what yeah. i do is i that's why i put these up here so i, I buy all these random containers ah uh, yes right yes from your local kind of um asian store the dollars and cents yeah have them there. Okay. yeah 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 um, so i buy yeah. them and what i do is for an example dinner last night we had bolognese and mm. so, so my protein was the lean mince bolognese yep. and it was the pasta and then for vegetables i had mushrooms right
0: mm. and yeah. then this, you're making them. me angry <laughs> so,
1: yeah so but basically if you put like for this bowl you could fit like 100 grams of pasta 200 grams of mint in here and then say um, 50 to 70 grams of the um, mushroom.
0: Mushrooms, yeah.
1: And that sounds like a lot, but if it fits in here, so this is kind of my mental, because if I was going to put it in a normal plate, I'm like, oh, it's too big. Mm. But let's put it in here.
0: So that's a, a bowl from BN Multi. I can see yeah, their so logo BN on it. BN Multi yeah. is
1: a company that's ba- – it's an Australian company. Yeah, basically-
0: that's, that's the um, – I use their, oh, their yes. multi bowls. So I also have their plate. Oh, wow.
1: Now, what happens is, for example, so dinner's finished, and then what I do is for lunches, I got two of these, so two, two, much of, uh, sorry, two um, servings of this of mince, and yeah. then I was able to get three servings of pasta of this. Um, from the, yeah. the pasta. So, what I do is I put them into those containers because people go, How do you get so organized? I'm like, I've got mm. this in my head. It, it took yeah. a while, but I've refined it and this is how it works. So, I've got two there. So, just say if I was at work today, I would pack the pasta, um the mince and then do you know those little bigger con- rectangle containers that you get from like when you get takeaway? Like, from your local Asian, yes,
2: yes, yeah.
1: So you can buy them in bulk from the shop. So, and then with that, I'll usually put like I don't even measure it anymore when it's vegetables. Like I just mm. grab a bunch of spinach, put it in there, tomatoes, and that's my yeah. vegetable. And then off I go to work. Yeah. And so when I pull it together, is so I just that's an that easy. Vitamins, that a little that's bit. What of I love about water, that, and then microwave. Done. Yeah yeah and then like and for snacks they're quite um you know I my dietitian got me to focus on multi um on carbs because at the earlier stages of my um recovery probably like six months I was getting all these headaches around between two and four and then Mm. she looked at the data through my fitness pal and she said look I think you need your there's not enough carbs in our diet we need Mm. to you know so that's when I eat, like, multi green biscuits with cheese.
0: Wow, oh. yeah. And it made a difference for your headaches.
1: And I eat bread Amazing. every day. So I eat – do you have Audi? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, um, I'm pretty sure one of the supermarkets they will have. So I um, have a protein toast every day. Yeah. Morning tea, so I get it from Audi. But I know Woolworths. I think you have Woolworths, mm-hmm. right? What's, the, What's it called? I, the we one, do have – yeah, so I my recommendation is, or what? It doesn't matter what the protein slice is like, as long as it's just one slice. And if you can't get yeah. out, the next best option, I I have on my priority well, on list would be just a normal whole grain piece of bread. Yeah, yeah. So I have I have this kind of hierarchy of food. You know, obviously if everything goes well, I have access to my protein bread. If that doesn't happen, multi grain. If if there's no other bread. I'll just have a slice of white bread. It's the key thing yeah. is I need to have that carb with a little bit of, um, with a, a cheese and a slice of ham. Yeah. Morning tea. And then, yeah. um, and then afternoon tea will be similar, but I usually change it up and I'll have say a, a lighter whisk biscuits with, um, a can of tuna or mm. um, cottage cheese and yeah. then lunch and dinner I kind of mirror each other. So, mm if you my fridge downstairs whenever people come in like my nieces come over and they're hungry and they're like what? Like I'm "I'm hungry and I'll go okay it's lunch if you girls don't want to go out and eat like we can go and have lunch because I live um, quite close to the city so I'm around a lot of restaurants and stuff like if you don't do that um, just pick a protein and a carb from the fridge and then get some I love it so, oh my so, gosh. So, so in my fridge, there's like yeah. um, leftover mints, leftover chicken, leftover. Like, so if I have like a row of all the proteins, a row of all the yeah. carbs. So you have rice, pasta, sweet potatoes, even hot chips. I freeze it. Yeah. And so, because my whole, in my mind, when I eat those main meals, I just got to hit, I just got to have a serving of protein, a serving of carb, and vegetable. That's it. Oh. That and I'm and I found like that kind of over time, though, I got really, really confident with that to the point yeah. where I've now reintroduced, like, I've allowed myself to have corned beef again. Mm. So I went to, oh, to the yeah. local island shop and I bought some corned beef. <laughs> so, mm. and, you know, like, I'll cut the, I'll eat half of the can, and that gives yeah. you like, 25 to 30 um, grams of protein. And I'm like, oh, wow. Ooh. Like island rugby players are so like. Yeah. You
2: know,
1: <laughs> you the other half? And then, and the same principle. So I'll have that with like brown rice. And the other day I tried. I just lightly fried it with like spinach and tomatoes. Oh, it was like I'm thinking. Oh, mm-hmm, I'm yeah. eating like this and still feel fit and yeah. healthy.
2: Yeah. And so
1: what that teaches me is um, composition is important. I feel yeah. like you can eat anything almost anything obviously in moderation yeah. if you know the compositions
0: yes you know, yep. you
1: can, um, yep. um you can go out to like an island event right there's going to be a whole lot of food um if it's possible like you know i think just pick one selection of meat pick your your carb. if taro is something you rarely eat so i'll go for that because it's not something yep. i easily um yeah. so that, would be my, that would be my cup and then i'll eat something else and then mm. if there's any leftovers i'll just put a Little bit of entertainer, and then I come home literally because I don't know, you know, you know how island families are. I would be, oh, yeah, two two, two plates of food. And guess what? I would probably get like 10 of these. (laughs) And then, and then I remember at Christmas, we had a family gathering so much food. My sister called me and she goes, Oh, what are you having? This is almost we're at the end, like end of January. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just having that sweet and sour pork from Christmas. It's just like,
2: <laughs>
1: what? you still have that. I'm like, yeah, it's been in my freezer since Christmas. Oh my <laughs> gosh, he's dumb. Yeah, and I'm like, well, it it's stays under four oh. degrees.
0: So, I'm just imagining like chop suey. Gosh, I could murder some chop suey
1: right now. I used I before surgery. One of my biggest I can't believe it, but one of my biggest fears was I'm not going to be able to eat all the food I enjoy.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like I'm eating a lot more variety of food. I just know prioritize them and make sure, like with chop suey, chop suey. But what I did was um, the noodles in it was my carb, so all I needed, all I needed to do was add um, vegetables. Yeah, yeah. But if you notice, if you watch um, our island, like when you go to an island event, you they'll have chop suey. And it's got the meat in it. Some of some chop suey mm. have the vegetable, and then they eat mm. it with rice. Or that's two carbs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, to me, nutritionally, that's that's overloading no. uh, yeah. like yeah. your body with too much of um, carbs. Carbs are good, yeah. but too much of it is not good. So, but you can have that chop suey with that meat and vegetable. Mm. Perfectly, yeah, you know.
2: But yes, that's not I to like say it. you can't
1: do it. But I think if you set those kind of really – those rules in your head, then you can eat it, you yeah. know? Like by yeah. you know, the raw fish dish. Yes, yep. You know, obviously if I eat that now, I'll have to drink most of the juice first because mm. you don't want to mix yeah. uh, liquid and solids. But yeah. I'll eat the fish with all the vegetables in it with like a taro mm. them, like, That's like a complete meal.
0: Oh, got- delicious. That's literally my favorite. Um Raw fish. If I if 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 you had to strand me on an island and I could only pick one food, uh, it would be ceviche or raw fish, in, in whatever way or form. And um and then there's this Greek food truck that comes up here every now and again. Oh no, it's Hungry- Hungarian fry bread. <laughs> they're, the, they're the two things I would want on a, on an island. Amazing, but yes. Well, that would you, be my cab.
1: <laughs> and I watch my Netflix and like, I watch, I love watching people eat now, like their combination of food, yeah. not being stalkers. Yeah. The food, but like, <laughs> you start to, meet, like, when I'm at, like, say, a park and just sitting there and you watch, and you can sort of see people, like, parents who are, and this is not a judgment on yeah. everyone, but you know, there you can see they're physically feed, and then you can see the combination of food <laughs> that they're feeding their kids. And I'm like, wow, yeah. those kids are going to grow up. And they, yeah. I think that's perfectly
0: normal. You know what? I Oh, my goodness. I think about this all the time. And, again, I don't want – I feel like I'm really going to rub people up the wrong way sometimes in these episodes. But I look at some people um, and they – you know, they say in terms of intuitive eating, we're not born um, wanting to overeat. No. Until we're about five, we will. Most people will just eat until they're full. It doesn't matter what the food is. But And they'll, you'll see, I've noticed it with my own kids. It's only after that, when we start to say, you can't have that and you can't have this, that they actually start to rebel and go, well, stuff here, you know, I'll eat more. If you're saying I can't have it, then I want it. All that kind of stuff. We, you know, the diet culture starts to shape things. But when I see... Adults now that I might be friends with or work with and I watch how they eat, Um, also a food watcher here, no shame, (laughs) but I think, man, you just, you literally intuitively eat. You you know, you're eating all of the, the things that are good for your body and then you stop when you're full and then you're like, cool. And you know, I'll finish that with a mandarin. And and it's not to you; it's not a thing. You know, you're not obsessing over this. You listen to your body. You've just done it your whole life because that's what you were taught. And 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 maybe you've never had had anything that's sent you down the path that I went, where I would just like eat to my feelings. But that's I look at. There's so many adults out there. You know, there's so many different categories of humans, and and there are people exist that food isn't a crutch or anything for them that they just eat Mm -hmm. when they're hungry and they eat what, you know, most of the time what they want, which happens to be things that are good for them and Mm -hmm. sometimes not. And who cares? And they, and and they're not, it's not weight gain, weight loss, blah, blah, blah. They just have this life where they don't worry about weight.
1: Yeah. So I noticed that when I first went back to work and I started, um, and I don't know, I've been working for the same, alongside the same people for years, right? And I'm thinking, wow, yeah, so I was watching someone's um lunch and I'm like, oh my gosh, so there's her car, there's her, and I'm thinking, yeah, well, why don't I like and then um, the other thing I just remembered, I hope my partner doesn't mind me sharing this, but I remember when mm. I went to many many years ago and I went to meet his sister, they're both really slim, and fit looking, mm. and I remember we they had a family, family they're Maori, a family barbecue, yeah. And then yeah. And I went home and I remember my sister Tina going oh, how was it? I'm like, oh, my God, it was so weird. She goes, why? And I'm like, we were, I went there, there were four of us, and then I look at the meat, there was, like, only four sausages, like four of each meat. <laughs> <And, and>, <laughs> yeah. Remember, I've been brought up. Right? Oh, my God, and, yes, no, like, I know, I'm know. i laughing because like, I get of, it. Yeah. There's, like, three of us, and there's, like, enough food to feed the
2: whole street. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <yeah. they're> going, <laughs> i had
0: to biting, thinking, oh my God, I I like, be hungry. hungry. <laughs> oh i i i oh my God, it's so interesting, like um I've yeah, got a yeah. very diverse group of friends, yeah. and it will show when you host a dinner yeah. and people bring bring a plate, and it really shows culturally, culturally what people are used to, and um it's really like I used to remember one time uh, no one could ever guess who it was it was a long time ago, and a friend turning up and it was I don't know invited us out to their house, and like it was um ah well i can't remember what we ended up eating but i just remember being like is that it is that it that's that is it and and like it's yeah there's there's definitely different cultural aspects one story with my husband very recently, we went to someone's house and like I've always been taught, you know, especially if you're staying somewhere, but even if you're just there for dinner, if you take stuff to someone's house, you leave it there. It's theirs now. You don't do not take it home with you. So be careful how much you take. Um, And we went there and I'd I'd taken like a box of food or something, um, including a, a, a block of chocolate that we'd had like a little bit of after dinner. And then there was like half left still. And then we got home the next day, and my husband he's white, he'd packed it up and brought it home, and I'd just never been I had never been so embarrassed to like I text my friend and was like, "I'm so embarrassed that Lyle brought the half a block of chocolate and like half a fucking packet of chips home but that's how like that's how he was raised like growing up in our house, um my brother and I both had um New Zealand European partners, and they'd stay at home. Lyle lived with us when I was like. 17 for a year and you know it was like buying food and like keeping it in the room (laughs) like shit like that because you know if we can't leave it out because people will eat it and I remember he would get so if I'd leave stuff out he'd be like oh my god someone's gonna eat the xyz and that's just how different we were all raised you know and I think it comes to that um you know like for for me and I'm 100% sure for you as well someone coming to my house and leaving hungry is like Oh my god, how embarrassing! I just couldn't. The idea that someone might leave, you know, if they've come to eat a meal and not have had enough food. Uh, also, me, my biggest fear is going hungry. You know, yeah. like I'm Thank always, you. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, ah. worst, um, now and then, um, yeah. So, like my partner say, how many people are coming? Because in my head,
2: yeah,
1: if it's sort of my um, Caucasian, obviously friends or anyone yeah. that's not it's like oh yeah that question is legitimate but if it's yes i'm just thinking you know and Um. i know in my head you know but i've just been it's instilled in me like i need to have enough there and potentially enough for them to take as well like home
0: yeah yeah.
1: and like i'm like and then i find yeah and i'm just thinking it's like
0: make a plate for someone who wasn't there all that kind of stuff It's, yeah, it's just, it's a cultural thing. And and food is what has brought us together for so, so, so long and continues to. My
1: family, like any other side side of my family, I remember, like, if I take someone who's not used to it,
0: they get Mm. there
1: and I'm thinking, oh, Oh,
0: how many people are coming? I'm like, oh. Everyone's (laughs) here.
1: (laughs) We've cooked enough food to feed everyone for the next two months.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Oh, yeah, it's um, so, yeah, so that food aspect. Yes. And and it's just it's so different for everyone. I think a lot of people shy away from talking about it because um everybody kind of, you know, we all get different advice from our medical, you know, our teams, what and our dietitians and stuff like that. But at the core of it I feel like it's all very similar. But a lot of people get caught up in those little little differences. And, um, yeah, I, I've found the food thing seems to be very different across countries. Like yes. when I've, yeah, yeah I America. You
1: ask, uh, sorry, you go.
0: Oh, yeah. they uh, From what I've seen through the profiles and accounts that I've followed over there it's to me it seems very strict like you know once you have surgery like that's it you're never gonna have a fizzy drink again Mm. you're never gonna have this again you're never gonna have that again and this is how your life is whereas I feel like in New Zealand it's a little bit more relaxed a lot of us are having surgery wanting that lifestyle to live again and um and you know that means making room for things eventually at some point, and um, with the guidance of your, your team and stuff like that, and, and really knowing how you feel about things and mm-hmm. where you are with your goals because it is different. Once you get to maintenance, mm-hmm. you're working out six, seven times a week, like you are, you know, having that corned beef and, and all or whatever else occasionally, or you know, it's all yeah. about being consistent and that consistent and approach you okay? to your food. I, I don't want to, and I go to my family events,
1: so I, or oh, yeah. I'm like, I literally just eat that much food. But I have like, I'll take a little bit like my, one of my sisters make the best, you know, sweet and sour. The other Uh, one makes different dishes. So what I do is I take a little bit of each and I I went to them, I'll give you a review in the next few weeks when I defrost it and eat it. Like,
0: That's amazing. It's such a good
1: technique. Yeah. Yeah. Because then that way I don't feel... Like I missed out, yeah.
0: But I, I love yeah, it. Enjoy the food. Um, we've hit our hour mark. Is there anything yeah. you would like to finish with? I feel like you and I could talk for a very, very long time. So yeah. they could. I feel like. Um. So I'm trying to get ten episodes for season one. This is episode seven. So I've got another one tomorrow, and I've got a couple more um in the coming weeks. But I still have a whole lot of people who are keen to do them. So that'll be season two. But I feel like you'll have to come back on season two and do a part three. Or I also was going to pitch an idea to you. Um, if there's anyone within your kind of like Instagram weight loss surgery circle that you think would be cool to have on, we should do a three-way or yeah. four-way and you can um, co- you can host. We can co-host. Yeah, cool. That sounds yes. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so you just let me know who I'm pretty, whatever. We'll just make it happen. I can I can invite up to um yourself and two others on this platform I can do four at a time yeah yes so let's do it Um, I had an awesome time thank you so much for coming on and um, thank you everyone for listening yes bye thank you for listening to this week's Bariatric Yarn if you have a weight loss surgery story or conversation you think needs to be heard get in touch with us on Instagram at bariatric yarns As always, we appreciate you for listening wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thank you for being part of the change.